A lot of times when I film this podcast, I come through a lot of hiccups. Season one, episode one, and season two, this season, episode one, I came with so many hiccups, whether it comes to sound, whether it comes to lighting, whether it comes to the video. And there are times when I had to record an episode at least five times, and sometimes I forget my points. And it is really annoying. <laughs> sometimes it could be very discouraging because sometimes the sound, I can't use it. So I have to go off the video audio, which can be very, very scratchy and echoey. Or it could be something where the lighting, where I look too light and it just makes it look like a whole bunch of light is on my face and I have to just get it all figured out. And I am a one woman show. So when it comes down to recording, when it comes down to the videography, when it comes down to lighting, I'm doing this all by myself. And sometimes I deal with some hiccups, but I keep pushing because I understand that some days are good, some days are bad. And some days I'm like, what is like really going on today? <laughs> so in this episode, we are going to deep dive into Ice Cube's song, It Was a Good Day. Stream it, love it, buy it. So let's get into it. There's a saying, and it goes like, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. But we don't be ready for everything. <laughs> There's times when things happen where we're just like, I don't really know how to figure this out. Give me a second. Let me think and figure this out real quick. Because this is something that has not even popped in my mind as a problem or conflict. We always have a plan B. We always have sometimes even a plan E. Because we know that not everything is perfect. And that things are not always going to go our way. But we need that control. And sometimes we only want to deal with things that we dealt with before. We don't want to deal with any new type of things. But how can we figure out how to deal with new problems if we don't experience them? Because once we experience a problem, we know how to conquer it. And the only way that we're able to conquer all these conflicts and problems that may or may not arise is if we experience those things and are able to defeat it. Because a lot of times when we take tests at school, we might get a grade that's not the grade that we want. But we learn from that test that, okay, I got this wrong, I got this wrong, I got this wrong. So the next time I get another quiz, I get another test, I know that I need to focus on this in a different way, look at it in a different light, so that when it's rewarded or done in any type of different way, I know how to achieve it. In true reality, we are all scared of failure. It's a sucky situation to fail. But failure is a way of us knowing how to defeat obstacles, learning from it, discovering ourselves, discovering how we deal with new challenges, and be able to move forward. Like, mm, I, I think I didn't do too well on that issue because maybe I was a little bit too aggressive. Or I don't think I did too well on this issue because maybe I wasn't aggressive enough. Just an example. But it's just so many things that can come up that we have to learn how to deal with it because we're able to grow. Maybe I shouldn't hire my friend for this type of position because the last time I hired a friend, they kind of just came in late. They did whatever they wanted to do and they didn't take the responsibility seriously. So we know how to deal with different challenges when we face them and deal with them. When we learn how to drive, we were learning. <laughs> Failure is a learning experience. I remember when I was driving, one of my biggest issues is that I would drive too slow. 
And I would do a lot of rolling stops. And I could not parallel park for nobody's business. <laughs> not at all. But I knew I had to be persistent because I wanted to be able to get to work at a certain time. I wanted to drive myself there. I want to listen to the music that I wanted to listen to. Instead of me listening to my dad's compa music, and that's some Haitian music, you know. I didn't want to listen to that. I wanted to listen to what I wanted to listen to at the time. <laughs> and just clear my head and just drive. And not have to wait for a ride to get me if I happen to get off early because there's no work. Like, I could just, okay, I got to leave because there's, there's nothing to do at the restaurant. Okay, cool. And get in my car. <laughs> but that was the freedom that I wanted. In order for me to get to freedom, I had to experience certain obstacles to get what I wanted. And that was a driver's license. I had to learn how to drive. I took my driving test. I did not pass the first time, but I sure did pass the second time. I tell you that. <laughs> I learned from my failure from that driving test. I learned that, oh, I did a rolling stop. Okay, so I need to do a complete stop where it goes front to back so that I can pass this test and then, you know, look to my left, look to my right, and just, you know, proceed. <laughs> and that's what I learned from that experience is that to keep trying and keep going, not to be like, okay, well, I failed this driver's test this one time, so I'm never going to do this driver's test again. No, I want to get my license. I want to have my freedom. I want to go where I want to go as I please without having to worry about anything. And if I did not do that, I wouldn't have that freedom to be able to grow to do what I wanted to do. Failure is meant as practice for us to get to our win. So there was this person that I knew. And one of their favorite sayings was, you didn't grow up the way I grew up. I'm a product of my environment. And I was like, no, mm -mm. we're not, we not going to let that be the end all be all. So eventually that person, they lost the place that they were staying at. And I told them, you know, everything's going to be okay. Just, you know, fill out a job application, look for some places. And, you know, things will start coming together. It won't be easy, but things will come together. So... This person was like, you know, they never filled out a job application. They never did a resume. So I was like, all right, well, I got you. I'll, we'll fill out some um, job applications together so you can figure out how it goes. And I'll also make a resume for you so you can see how it looks and you can make your own in the future. And I also allowed that person to stay with me. So they're just like, this is a waste of time. I'm never going to get hired. I'm a felon. I haven't worked for so long. I said, we're going to try anyway. We're going to see what happens. So we filled out a job application. The next week, this person got a call. After they got a call, they did a job interview. I kind of quizzed the questions of what might be asked or what might not be asked and how to answer. So they memorized what I said, did a job interview, and got hired on the spot. Two months after working at that job, they bought a car. But sadly... This person started feeling guilty about their accomplishments. So they started backsliding. They started going to work. Addiction came into play along with some bad habits. Stealing from the job. Just doing a whole bunch of just stuff that didn't make sense because they were just, they were so close to getting everything that they wanted. But that mindset of thinking that they didn't deserve this. I'm used to failing, so I'm just going to fail. That stopped them from getting to where they needed to be where they wanted to be because they were so scared to get to the finish line that they just stopped. So the question is, why do some of us fear success? So we can kind of get into childhood trauma. Childhood trauma is really a base of a lot of decisions that we make, the way that we move, the way that we work. It can really affect us in a negative way. And sometimes childhood experiences can affect us in 
a positive way. No one deals with childhood trauma the same. No one deals with nothing the same. So we can't just go like, everyone deals with this exactly like this. No, we are all different. We are all different personalities. We can have parents that put us down, never give us praises for our successes, and that can cause some of us to maybe be insecure. With that insecurity, it can either make us work harder to get to our goals or it could just make us stop and feel like we're not good enough to achieve anything and that we're never going to achieve anything because our parents never applauded anything that we did. If our parents were the type to fix all of our problems, we might lack motivation because we're always looking for someone to fix whatever's going on in our lives rather than us experiencing failure and learning how to deal with it ourselves at a young age and growing it into adulthood to figure out how to deal with different type of things. But what about the fear of change? Sometimes we can be so used to a routine that when change happens, we just don't like it. We're not flexible. We're like, nah. I actually worked at this job back in, mm, I would say about 2017, 2017, 18. And their filing system, there was like literal like forts of paperwork everywhere in vinyl folders. That's how bad it was. And I was used to working at places where everything was electronic. All files were electronic. And you just type in a name, look it up, do whatever you had to do. But <laughs> this place was very outdated. One of the employees that worked there started with the owner for years. And it was like, I think back in the 90s. And this employee worked there like for a long time. So the owner was like, I want to go electronic. This employee was like, I'm not used to electronic. I don't want to touch that. I don't want that change. The employer was like, this will help us. We actually have been losing some files, which is not that great. And this has a lot of sensitive information in there. We can't have that. We need to get more organized. What if there's a fire? Everything will be lost. So the employee said, well, if you go electronic, I will quit. I'm not used to working with computers. I will quit. So... The owner said, well, you got to do what you got to do, but we're going electronic. So this employee quit because they didn't want to deal with the change of dealing with the computer. So me and another employee, because this was a very small company, we started, you know, getting the files together. And it was thousands of files. Like, it took us a month to do it. So we started just entering it into the this system. And it's cool because it's not just a system where it's just like, if the computer burns down or something like that, it's lost. It's all going into like a kind of cloud. After we were able to get all this information into the computer, it was so much easier looking up things and getting things done. Everything was so much faster. And it actually elevated the owner's company because now the owner can access more personnel, more people coming in because now it's easier to find this, that, and that person. And if that employee that was there for so many years if they stayed and experienced how easy it was after that, looking up the employees, even typing some new ones in, they would see how much easier it was than, oh, uh, I don't know where this file is. Who took the file? Does anyone know where this file is? We didn't have to deal with that because it's all on the computer. So a lot of times we get afraid of change, but sometimes that change can really help us get to an easier route than what we were doing. It helps us figure out things quicker, faster, and it's one of those things where someone asks you like, oh, man, I'm dealing with this. I don't know how to deal with it. You're thinking in your head like, oh, you haven't dealt with that? Oh, man, I've dealt with that back in 2002. The world changes every day. We went from passing notes in class, folding them in, in cute little things in, in school in, in my era. 
Now, you sneaking your phone to do a little text. If the teacher takes my phone, then I got my passcode. They can't get in my phone. So they're just going to have my phone, but they're not really going to have any information. But when you had notes passing back in the day, those notes were read in front of the whole class <laughs> with all your business in there. Me and my friends, we actually got a little smart and we made up our own little like language and like alphabet. I think we were low-key geniuses, but that way... You couldn't tell what was being said on the notes. We only knew. Another thing that may have you being fearful of success is you are the type of person that's just used to blending in because with success, you are now going to be the center of attention. And maybe you're just thinking in your head, like, there's so many people looking at me. I don't know how to deal with this. I think I'm an introvert. <laughs> it's just too much for me. I'm not used to having the spotlight. And then you get to the point of like, I just fear what people will think of me. I don't want to be there for anyone to pass judgment. So then let's let's get into that. The fear of what people will say. People can sometimes unintentionally say things to you that may hurt your feelings. And it can be as easy as them letting you know, like, oh, you want to do this? Okay, well, this is going to be this. You're going to have to do this. You're going to do that. Have to do that. Are you aware that it's going to take this much work? Sometimes when you put all that stuff on people about the work that they have to put in, they will take it in a way of defense. And like, oh, you just think I can't do it? You don't think I did the research? You don't think that the people? It's, it's, it's how you take it. You can either take it as, okay, cool, thank you for the information. Or you can be like, you don't trust that I don't have it. I don't have it together. Sometimes when we fear about what people may think about us or say about us, we fail to realize that some people are trying to be manipulative. They don't want you to leave them behind. If you get successful, then you'll leave me behind because I'm not doing what I want to do. And I see you doing what you want to do, but I don't feel like I would like the growth you. I don't feel like I would like the you that achieves stuff because I haven't achieved what I want to achieve. It's a very selfish point of view, but there are people like that. And so they'll start getting in your head sabotaging things, doing all sorts of weird little stuff because they don't want you to be bigger than them. Even though you're going to take them along with you for the ride, they don't want to do that because they want to be chief, but then they don't want to do chief work. Those type of people that want you to stay where they're at, you might just have to cut ties, you know, because at the end of the day, it's just like, are you going to stop growing because you want to please this person or are you going to continue going where you want to go? Personally, I've had to cut ties for someone trying to do that to me and trying to sabotage whatever I'm trying to do because they didn't want me to grow because they weren't ready to grow. So because they weren't ready to grow, they want to see me grow. <laughs> I actually came across a situation before I had someone who would always get in my head and they will get in my head so much that they will start making me think of things in a negative way and they'll get me amped up to get angry and upset. So... A lot of times when I'll get in situations and I'll get angry, upset because something I would think as small, they'll make it big. And when I would approach it as a big situation, I'm over here just being aggressive. I'm yelling. I'm just like, ugh, I'm mad. And I'm looking back at them to see like, okay, you're the one who asked me up to this. Like, why aren't you saying anything with this? They're just sitting back just like, like they don't know what I'm doing to make me look crazy so I can keep losing people one by one, one by one, so that they can have me to themselves. That person I had to cut off because I knew that it was one of those things where they didn't want to see me grow because they weren't ready to grow. They weren't ready for the responsibility with that. So they needed someone else to be 
in the same boat that they were in. And they wanted it to be me because they enjoyed having me around. They thought that the growth me will leave them behind when I was trying to, here, come on, come in this room with me. But sometimes when people aren't ready to grow, they'll like you so much. They're just like, well, I'm not ready to grow. So I'll make sure that you don't grow either. So we can, we can be at the same level. And if we're at the same level, you will never leave me. So you have to be careful about those type of situations and see if those relationships are worth the battle. We also have situations when you just deal with trolls, people who deal, say or just spew out negative things. But whatever they say negatively doesn't define your goals, doesn't define your future. It's just something that they say to make them feel good because their life isn't going the way that they want it to go. So we can't take those personal, even though sometimes it's hard. Trust me, I know it's hard. But it's just sometimes it's like, okay, well, this person just miserable. Just let them be miserable. And just keep going towards your goals. Don't let people's opinions of you stop you from what, doing what you got to do. You'll be surprised of all the successful people that we have seen or we know or companies we heard of that are doing so great but had so many no's before getting to that yes. We have past experiences that are also negative and that get trapped in our mind and stop us from feeling that we are able to get to where we want to be. And that causes us to just be insecure, to self-doubt, and we have to move forward. So I bring up this all the time, y'all, because I'm proud of myself. So I'm going to bring it up. And I, I encourage you to do that, too. It's not a gloat or one of those things to put in anyone's face, but it's just achievement that I was able to do on my own. And I was happy that I was able to achieve that. And that's my weight loss journey. I talk to you guys about this all the time. So for those who do not know, in 2021, I started my weight loss journey and I was successful. I, I got to where I wanted to get and I actually want to go more. But let's get into 2022 holiday season. OK, <laughs> really was that November, probably like a couple months ago. <laughs> so basically Thanksgiving and Christmas and all around that, you know, I was eating like it was a buffet for one. Just one, a big buffet for just me. <laughs> and I ate terribly. So we're in January 2023 and my body is not where it was. I'm not at my goal anymore. And I could just stop and soak and just eat, eat, eat and just be like, okay, this is my body, whatever. But I had a goal that I wanted to achieve and I messed it up by being greedy with food. And now I just have to just get back to it, figure it out get an eating schedule together. Crazy thing about it is I've still been working out every day, but I still gained weight. And I think the workouts helped me not get back to my beginner body. But, you know, I still experienced a loss because I got greedy. I seen some cookies. Some cookies was good. I will, I will say that it was good. <laughs> it was really good. And I ate those cookies. I ate those Rice Krispies treats. Y'all see me eating them s'mores like crazy <laughs> on my vlogs and stuff. And I just, I backslided. I backslided because I thought I was untouchable. I work out every day. I could just eat whatever. My body was like, no girl, you cannot have some discipline. But even though I experienced that loss, I'm not about to stop. I'm currently looking up stuff of, of seeing how to get back to where I was. Cause I don't like my shirts being all tight on the belly. We have to know that fear of success is normal, but we shouldn't stop. Get out of it. One of the things that we can do to possibly stop the fear of success is figure out why do we fear it? What is it? Did someone put you down as a child? Did you always feel less than? Were you bullied in school? Like, what is it? 
Why do you fear success? What has mentally put you in that place? Figure out what it is and try to work on that so that you can stop that fear. The next thing is be optimistic. Have fun with what you're doing. A lot of times when I write in episodes and stuff, I can get in a slump. I move around everywhere. I can be in my room writing the episode. I can be in my office writing the episode. I can be in the living room writing the episode. I can be in the kitchen writing the episode. I got to move. Sometimes I have to listen to music. Sometimes I have to have like a show playing on mute in the background to kind of just get me like in the mood. Sometimes I got to light a candle. Sometimes I have to have coffee with me or I have to have tea with me. I have to set the vibe up in order for me to get into that mode sometimes. But we have to do what we have to do. And we have to be positive and optimistic about what we are doing. I love talking to y'all, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, am I mm, I saying the right thing? Is anyone going to misinterpret this? Sometimes I do get in my head. The next thing that we can do is think about what we want and visualize ourselves achieving it. This can be through meditation. This could be through a vision board. This can be through any type of thing. Whatever it is you have to do to just stop, pause, and figure out what you're doing it for and visualizing what you see as successful for your road, look at it. Dream it. Don't let anybody's words get in your head. This is why a lot of times when it comes to us having goals, they say to keep it to yourself. Because a lot of times when you express those goals out there, people will be like, oh, you can't do it. You're like, I can do it. You can't do it. I can do it. And then all of a sudden you're just like, can I do it? (laughs) You know, you can't let people get in your head. Sometimes you just have to just do what you want to do and get it done and not think about anybody's negativity. And also, the maybe the mental negativity that you may have from past trauma telling you that you're not good enough, telling that you can't do it. You got to believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, all those crutches, it don't even matter. They're not even there anymore. I have my days for sure when I'm just like, I don't know, like, uh, what am I going to do? Like, this episode was very, like, a lot for me because I had a funky week. I ain't going to lie to you. I had a funky week. Nothing crazy happened, but mentally I just started just feeling like, clogged. I just was mentally clogged. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't write anything. I couldn't say anything. I was so tired. I just, I was just clogged. And I felt so guilty because I took one day where I just slept the whole day. And I was just like, oh, I'm being selfish. I need to work. I need to do this. I need to, you know, get all this stuff together. And I was like, no, my body is telling me like, hey, like we know what you're trying to do. And we're cool with that. Like, we, we, we got you, but we a little tired. Like, can you just give us one day to sleep? And when I did that, the next day, typed up the whole episode. The next thing, if you can't do it by yourself, then seek help. There's life coaches. There's mentors. There's YouTube channels that, like, really boost you into, like, feeling yourself. And, you know, back in the day, I'll be honest. I felt kind of like weird watching videos of people like, you can do this. And they have like that super motivational music behind it. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I'm trying to do some private because I'm thinking like people are going to think I'm like off that I need to hear this. But sometimes you need to hear that. I have some people that I know that are very successful and they have given me pointers of what to do. I don't want them to do it for me. I don't want them to help me. I just want to do it on my own because I want to be sufficient. And I don't want to feel like I'm abusing any of my help. So a lot of things I figure out on my own. And a lot of things I have a mentor who will come be like, hey, like maybe you should start looking at something like this. And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. There's life coaches and 
And I personally don't have a life coach, but I would love to have one (laughs) if the opportunity presents itself. But it's no problem seeking help. And even if it's something mentally inside of you, like it's just you keep maybe self-sabotaging things because of trauma in the past that has made you feel like you're not good enough and you unintentionally or intentionally self-sabotage things because you fear success. You might need to seek a therapist to kind of help you figure out how to stop that so that you can feel like, hey, like I'm good enough. Like, well, I don't need to do that. I'm good enough. But you guys, we just have to keep trying and we have to keep fighting. Every day is a fight. All right, you guys, this is just a little deep dive into Ice Cube's song. It was a good day. Stream it, love it, buy it. Look me up on YouTube. My name is Layers. It is spelled L with the at sign, Y-E-R-Z. L with the at sign, Y-E-R-Z. On my YouTube channel, you can see all my videos. You can see the podcast in video form. You can see my blogs. You can see my music videos. And speaking of music, I also just released an EP. It is called IDK. It's dope, though. Stream it on all of your music streaming platforms. I will be there. Just look up my name again. It is Layers, L the at sign, Y-E-R-Z. And on my YouTube channel, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I do comment back, y'all. So I will see you guys next Tuesday (laughs) for our next episode of the Lions and Layers podcast. I love you guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. All right now. Bye.